So this is the latest episode of the Deal of Cell Spotlight Podcast. I am your host, Vito Churko, class of 2011 graduate, alongside the Deal of Cell Alumni Relations Director, Dennis Cook, affectionately known as D. Cook. And then we've got his associate or the Alumni Relations Associate Director at Deal of Cell. And you can give me your proper title if that's not it, Mr. Brendan Johnson. But Brendan is here with us as well. Brendan, Dennis, how are you guys doing? We're doing great. Happy to be here today. Yeah, well, Vito, thanks for having us, and that, that title will suffice. Oh, beautiful, then. I appreciate that. And I'm the host here, and we got a lot of great topics to discuss as we're doing uh, virtual communication, virtual podcast recording here via Google Hangout. And uh, speaking of virtual learning for these students, students first year at De La Salle and what they're dealing with right now, classes aren't in session at school, but are remotely for these kids at home with their teachers. So they're doing it, you know, with various means. And can we talk about that to start off here? Social distance learning for these teachers and students currently. And from your guys' knowledge and the info that you've gathered from the teachers and students, how has that social distance learning gone so far? Johnson can go first. Johnson, hey, you're up there. I didn't know we could defer. I'll have to remember that throughout the podcast here. But, uh, no, but it's been uh, it's been interesting, right? Of course, talking to several students and talking to some teachers as well. Um, it's definitely different, you know. Uh, for a lot of the students, it's there's pros and cons. They they don't have to necessarily be up in uniform by seven fifteen in the morning to get to school on time. Um, but the flip side is, you can tell that they miss the interaction with their teachers and their friends. Uh, and, and there is a part of being in the building that is missed. Uh, and the teachers say kind of the same thing, right? Uh, one of the teachers I talked to had said, listen, the same work of prepping and putting lesson plans together and grading homework and all that still stays the same. But the fun part of teaching is the relationship building and the interactions on a daily basis with the students in the building. And you don't get that as much with the uh, the distance learning here. But everybody's making the most of it. It seems like that there's a lot of students and teachers that have gotten creative, uh, been able to apply some real-world lessons uh, to the distance learning as well. Um, you know, students have given some pretty good reflections on, on what maybe this has meant to them, the goods, the bads, uh, the, the, just the time at home, right, as outside of even learning and just more time with their family. And, and one of the things that's interesting is the kids to talk about, well, we're always on the run and yeah, I usually would be at practice or, you know, we'd be driving my brother or my sister somewhere or mom and dad would be, you know, working late and we're actually eating dinner as a family. We're sitting down together. We're we're talking more to each other just because we have that time. That's a pretty cool thing. You know, when you look for some positives built within, well, I mean, it's, it's a crisis. So now is this being conducted through Google Hangout, Zoom? I mean, what's the video application right now that is being used the most? Or is it consistently per teacher the same video platform being used for each class right now, guys? Well, we're a Google school, right? So all of our stuff is kind of based through Google, Google Classroom. That's the okay. primary uh, the primary source, right? So it's 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 all Google-based. And, and every student has a, a DLSL Gmail account. They're able to get all of their homework, their lessons, their PowerPoints and whatnot through Google Classroom. Teachers are, are able to either put up a video that students can watch at some point throughout the day, maybe more at their leisure. Um, other teachers have said, hey, our class is going to meet at, you know, 11 o'clock today via Google Hangouts, you know, because every kid still follows their class schedule. 
So teachers then have that choice of they could just post a video for students to go on, watch, do the assignment and be available to, you know, email or call to ask questions. Or some teachers have brought the classes all together and said, hey, we're going to have, you know, an 11 o'clock meeting and we're going to discuss the book we're reading, the lesson of the day, et cetera. So this is new, but it's had to happen. Deal with so many other schools, high schools have adjusted. Deal with from my knowledge and what you guys have told me off the air as well, have done a terrific job with their teachers of adjusting to the times right now. So they are difficult, but uh, like you were saying, Brendan, yourself, really now there's more time for these families as well. And the teachers, if they have kids or pets and spouses, they can all hang out and be together as well. Right, Dennis? And, and be teaching at the same time. You bring up a good point, though. One of the duties that all of our staff is kind of working with is that we're calling our students and their families to check in on them. Myself, along with Brandon and the, uh, many other staff members, they're literally calling students a couple times a week to check in, ask them how they're doing, ask them how their family's doing, ask them how their health is, ask them if there's anything that we could do in terms of DLSL to help them kind of make this really, I guess, inconvenience as tolerable as can be. And so with that, I even had some calls this morning. And the calls I had this morning is where we had family breakfast together where we just kind of took our time. Another young man who's also a basketball player was telling me how he's learning to paint. Now, he didn't, very, he didn't sound very happy about that. But still, it seems like they were having a little more family time than they would have otherwise had. Back to what Brendan was talking about earlier. With, uh, with, the, new, with the really new normal of life, do you see, a, uh, you see family life kind of reverting back to maybe what, maybe what people of my generation and the generations older than me have kind of experienced? So the making of calls, Brendan, now you've done that yourself, and it's mm-hmm. the reconnecting with the students, right? So keeping in touch with them. DLSL has done that, and I think that's a great measure that DLSL has taken collectively as a school, too. It's one of those things that, you know, you're able to just kind of be in touch with the students. And um, it, it's interesting because everybody's got a list and there, maybe there's some kids, you know, and there's some kids you don't know as well. Of course, teachers might know, you know a, a larger pool of kids and some of the additional staff, but it's just kind of been a great way to bring our building together, bring our school together, um, you know, and it, it just, yeah, it's that extra step. It's just that extra, we're there, somebody else to help you. Maybe you've tried getting a hold of a teacher and, you know, you have an urgent need and, and you need some extra push to get a response or, you know, it, it, or it's just a matter of, hey, how are you doing? You know, how's your how's your family doing? What's, what's an interesting story? And uh, it, it just continues to build those relationships the best we can being socially distanced. So that's what's going on with the school right now with the students there right now. Now I know for you guys as alumni relations dudes, okay, individuals in the alumni relations department at DLSL Collegiate, that you guys have to keep in touch with all the different alums and have all these different alumni associations. And also we have this big Christian brothers dinner that was going to take place. I know April 30th at Penis of Sterling, not going to happen now because of the coronavirus pandemic. So we've had to adjust. You guys have, I know there's been some dates floated around and we're not going to get into that specifically right now, but I guess just give everybody an update out there about what's the latest with the dinner. And when I say that, give the details that you can at this point and who wants to go first, Dennis, if you want to go first with, how about this? First, let's talk about the fact that our honoree this year is Gary Bussup, Coach Bussup, Mr. Bussup, a longtime 
teacher, educator, coach in our building, done a number of great things, idolized by many. I'm very fortunate to have uh, had the opportunity to uh, work with him for uh, several years uh, during his uh, stay at Deal South. So we're obviously very happy to have him as an honoree. It's unfortunate that uh, the dinner has been postponed. We're looking at new dates. Well, we don't really know what the new dates are going to be. We're obviously we're in a waiting game to find out what's going to happen with the coronavirus, right? We have to be sensitive to the health of uh, our area, to the health of our, our alumni, health of our friends, as well as the economic uh, status of everyone in the area. So with that, so we're on a little bit of a holding pattern. So we're going to hang tight and see. And that dinner might be uh, might be sometime this summer, might be in early fall. Again, don't know the date. However, though, we're still in, uh, we're still optimistic that we're going to be able to honor Gary because we feel it's a fantastic tribute. But we also recognize that the Christian Brothers Dinner has annually been the largest fundraiser for Deal South to raise money that's uh, needed annually to help our uh, to help our bottom line, to help our school sustain sustain its success. And uh, so we need to keep moving forward. And we're anxious about it. We're excited about it. But we're still on pause. Brendan, anything you want to add regarding what Dennis just said? Because he said yeah. it, you know, how eloquently and beautifully, but maybe there's something that you do want to add to what he just said, too. No, I think the big thing Dennis said is we have to be sensitive right now, and there's a lot of different factors that go into it, right? Um, between what's going to happen with the virus in terms of people's health, is it going to be safe to gather within a few weeks, uh, a month, a few months? Not sure what that's going to look like. So that's definitely part of it. Uh, additionally, what kind of economic impact is this going to have on our alums, on our uh, standard attendance, if you will? Um, and that may play a factor as well. So uh, those are a couple things that we really have to consider. We have a great committee of people that, that kind of help us organize and plan. They've given some really good insights, really good thoughts, uh, shared some just great ideas. And uh, we've got a pretty good group of people that are that are in the work supporting this and and we're going to do whatever we can to make sure that we honor Gary Buslup. And um, whenever this dinner happens, it's going to be a great night. It's an annual tradition with Deal of Sell, the biggest fundraiser of the year for Deal of Sell. And I think for a lot of people, when they go to this event at Penna's, they see the alums come together, right? The brotherhood and how it's long lasting, right, guys? I mean, can you speak upon that a little bit as well for those that have never gone to a Christian Brothers dinner yet, but have entertained the idea of doing so and would like to go in the future? For those that haven't been to that Christian Brothers dinner before, it's kind of a surreal thing. And and Dennis alluded to being a young guy. So my numbers of times at the Christian Brothers dinner is, you know, it's still minimal, right? I'm, I'm still a, a newbie, if you, you could consider at the dinner. But when you walk into the hall and you see, you know, that, that lobby start to fill up, you know, around 5.30, 5 o'clock and, all of a sudden, there's five, six, seven, eight, nine hundred deal of sell guys, and even if they're not all alums, they're there to support deal of sell, and everybody's dressed nice, and everybody's shaking hands, and you know maybe now we'll do elbows this year. That's got to be you know something to determine. But uh, the point is, you just see this great group of people that care about the school that are there for such a good cause. Uh, it's it's kind of surreal to just step back, look at that, see that. Um, and on top of Penna's does a phenomenal job. The food's top notch. The the experience is just, it's a tremendous night and it's a great way to reconnect with guys, whether you graduated with them, you've known others that graduated in their class, whether it be, you know, older than you, younger than you, other business leaders, you know, within the county and within the state. It, it's a pretty extensive group that's there. It's a surreal thing. So great food, great drink, great socializing, networking, and fun. 
ultimately as well. And sometimes it's a reunion of classes or of people that have been, haven't seen each other in a long, long time, right? It can be that as well for a, a good amount of guys that end up going to this Christian Brothers dinner, which I know Dennis kind of already pinpointed it, but it's not just for alums. You don't have to be an alum of Cell, guys, as you know, to go to this event and to participate in it and to really uh, talk it up and hang out and have a great, great night. And that's a terrific thing to take into account. And one of the big events that we would love to have at some point coming up here. Now, another event is the Christian Brothers Classic Golf Outing. Now, Brendan, I defer to you on this one, okay? Look at this, a quarter zip, Adidas Jack, and I think courtesy of Top Cat Sales, by the way, an Adidas distribution company that I work for, so a little plug for them. But that looks terrific on you, Brendan. And with the lighting for this video, as we look at each other, by the way, too, for this podcast recording. And anyways... Uh, let me just get to you now, and let's get to the topic of the Christian Brothers Classic Golf Outing. What do we have to talk about regarding that, Brendan? Well, Dito, I'm, I'm honored for your, your compliments there. Um, <laughs> obviously, the Christian Brothers Classic, it, it's something that the Dealers House had a golf outing for many, many years. Last year, really a, a credit to, to D. Cook, uh, our varsity golf coach, Doug McKay, uh, alumnus Mike Gillette amongst a few other uh, key people decided that, Hey, we need to take our annual golf outing and we need to step it up. Let, let's do something special with this. And with the PGA coming back to Detroit, you know, with the rocket mortgage classic, it just seemed like the perfect fit to try to, to elevate our, our outing to be a, of a premier status. And of course as premieres the Detroit golf club. And as we were very fortunate to get a date there and have the opportunity to host our outing there, this will be the second year we're there now and, and talking with the course and D cook can build on this. Cause I know he's been in several meetings and phone calls, but the PGA is still on schedule for the rocket mortgage classic. And we are still on schedule for the Christian brothers classic. With that being said, June 22nd at the Detroit golf club, we anticipate De La Salle to have their second annual Christian Brothers Classic. Last year, it was a sold-out event, and I, I don't know anybody didn't have a good time, right? It was, it was full of alums. There were some non-alums that were there as well, just strong supporters of De La Salle. We had great prizes. We had great sponsors. You, you had a really nice steak dinner. Of course, it was an honor of the late Ed Martell, class of 87, which just made it even more special. Um, and, and the Martell family being there as well was, uh, it was just, it was a tremendous moment. And for those that were there, they, they probably very much remember coach Doug McKay and, and the tribute he read to Ed Martell and to his family. It was, uh, it was just a great, great, great day. It was a fantastic first annual Christian brothers classic. And I know that between Dennis, coach McKay, Mike Gillette, the rest of the committee, we have been working hard to enhance you know, what we can and build upon the momentum of last year. So we anticipate having the golf outing and anticipate it being a really fun day and hopefully a day that everybody can get together and enjoy as we, we start to put this virus behind us. Dennis Cook, anything to add on that? You have been part of the committee. Brendan already pinpointed that. Uh, what do you have to offer regarding this event coming up in June? Well, I appreciate you guys giving me some time. Um, <laughs> golf outing Together your thoughts. Golf yeah. outing is tremendous, right? I'd say our golf outing is a premier, premier golf outing. Uh, matter of fact, uh, it's one of the largest 
golf outings at the Detroit Golf Club on an annual basis. We're very proud of that. We're very proud to work with our sponsors. Christian Financial Credit Union has been a tremendous sponsor. Very, very generous in, in their sponsorship. Top Cat Sales, as Vito has mentioned earlier, tremendous sponsor. Uh, Shana Roofing, tremendous sponsor. Uh, Kangaroo, great sponsor. Right, We've had a number of people who have kind of stepped up and made our outing the outing that it is. So these things can't happen without the support of the entire alumni and without the support of the school, without the support of the community. When everyone comes together like they have, that's what made it the success that it is. One thing we forgot to mention is even on the day of the outing, we had about 30 people just volunteering their time to help make it a tremendous day. So, again, we're very proud of the fact that it's a premier outing. We're at this at this moment, we're excited that's still on schedule, and we hope it remains on schedule, and we're looking forward to it. And it draws a lot of golfers, right? And once again, you don't have to be an alum to participate in this golf outing, but I know we do get a good amount of alums as well. And you can be young, you can be old. I mean, anybody can golf, right? You see a bunch of various age demographics as well in a golf outing. And we do, I know, with this Christian Brothers classic golf outing. So an older guy like Dennis Cook can still participate. So and it makes him feel good, I know, at the end of the day as well, Brendan, as you know. D. Cook could strike the ball, there's no doubt, for, for an older guy. Right. So, guys, to wrap up this pilot edition for us, I guess, in this new format, doing it virtually via Google Hangout, I want to get from you guys, by the way, eight performances from both of you this week. So I'll give you that much. I know, Brendan, we did another podcast where the the work on your end wasn't as great, but it was this week. So I'll leave it at that now. And your final thoughts, okay, your final thoughts about how this podcast went. And I guess the, a message to all the students out there as well and teachers about what's going on currently at De La Salle with these uh, rather difficult times. Brendan, first with you, I'll allow you to speak because once again, you have that great quarter zip on. So that's why oh. you, you get to go first. Well, well, thank you, Vito. Um, Bottom line is, you know, this is uh, this is a tough time for everybody, whether it's, you know, you're dealing with hopefully not, but potentially dealing with somebody within your family that's dealing with the virus. Maybe you have a family member that is, you know, working in the hospitals and you're 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 just you're dealing with that concern, you know, for them and for the time that they're giving and the exposure they're taking, whether it's economically, whether it's an adjustment to working from home, doing school from home. Uh, this has been a time of adjustment for everybody. And, you know, I think that the best thing that, you know, everybody can keep in mind, um, is that you just have to try to normalize it the best you can. And, uh, you know, from a deal of sell standpoint, I know deal of sell, uh, is doing everything they can to make this as normal for the students as possible. Of course, it's, it's not normal. Of course it's different, but, you know, you're going to take this situation and you're going to try to normalize it as best you can. Um, and I think that kind of goes back to the staff making phone calls just to check in on kids. And, you know, you, you're kind of waiting. I don't know if anybody's had that phone call yet where you find out, well, yeah, you know, somebody in my family now is sick or, uh, you know, I, you know, I'm struggling with the fact that my mom's a nurse that she's at the hospital every night or whatever that case may be. And I'm sure that's going to come up at some point. Um, 
but it just kind of shows that commitment to being there for our students, being there for everybody in the deal of self family. And, uh, you know, another thing that maybe hasn't been mentioned yet needs to be mentioned uh, is just a, a shout out and, and a moment of praise for all of our alums that are, that are essential employees, whether they're at the hospitals um, or, or in other environments where they're potentially being exposed to the virus, but they're doing something that, uh, you know, is helping others uh, and helping us as a society get through this. So uh, thank you to them and a praise to those alums that are doctors or nurses and beyond that are, that are doing the good work and are, are, are fighting a good fight and, you know, and, and helping our society, our state, our country. Brendan, you're right. Those guys are the real heroes, right? Those on the front line fighting this battle with the coronavirus inside the hospital. So those are the people really we should give a shout out to and really care for and, and extend our thoughts and prayers to at this point. But anyways, mm-hmm. I digress. Stay safe, stay healthy. And guys, uh, thanks for all the time on this edition of the DLSL Spotlight Podcast as well. Thanks, Vito. Thank you, Vito.